0: All right, guys, here's some of the deals that we got going on at Solace Meds throughout the entire month of October. Dixie Gummies, 25% off. Solace Bars, 25% off. New Solace Sticks, those are brand new, 25% off. Mile-high extractions, also 25% off. You can get Summit for 25% off and 1906 drops also for 25% off. They've also got Halloween specials going on. When we get to Halloween, October 30th, October 31st, the entire store. You can buy three, get one free on any product. October 31st on Halloween, get a goodie bag with a purchase of $50 or more. Of course, when you stop into any of the four Solace Meds locations, they got one in Fort Collins, one in Wheat Ridge, one off Broadway, one blocks away from the DNVR bar on East Colfax. Drop the code DNVR20, get 20% off your entire purchase every single time. Also get a free Solace bar or King Cone as well. Again valid at any of those four Colorado locations. (laughs)
1: <laughs> indeed what is up everybody and welcome into studio b hey <laughs> studio b the b squad apparently uh, in in studio b today for an interesting um dnvr nuggets podcast because Today, we got to go to practice. It's two days in a row we got to go to practice. We're going to talk all about it how weird it was to be, how great it was to be back, how strange it was to be back, all of those things. And then, of course, answer your mailbag questions. We're presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DMBR when you sign up. You can bet on real life hockey this Wednesday if you want to. We have our Avalanche, uh, our first Colorado Avalanche watch party. I highly recommend you come on down for that on Wednesday. It should be a riot. Um, but, of course, we're going to get into some Nugget stuff. I'm joined by the man with the wind behind his hat. It's Harrison Wind.
0: I I don't like Studio B more than Studio A. It's close, though. It's, it's close? It's really? closing the gap. It's no. closing the gap. I like it for this. Studio B feels just way more homey. Really? Way more intimate.
1: Well, you are my It's homie. like I'm
0: really chatting with, with you and, we're and homies, the, right? the good people out there. We're homies. We are. Of there course. it is
1: made him say that yeah. he was gonna i love get- studio b yeah. though big fan um but honestly the thing i don't like about it is y- during a game i don't like being here because you can't see the bar you oh, can't sh- see the oh, crowd. Sure, that, sure, that's sure. the reason why yeah. but not for a post game show for a podcast though for why sure not? why not um so later on we're going to answer some mailbag questions super producer kale has curated all of those for us i know you guys sent some really good ones but i want to get in first about us being back at ball arena they had practice yesterday they had practice today um, And I know this is, this is like a little meta I know you guys don't, don't get to go back here But you've been at, at the arena a few times You've done this or that But a practice What are we talking about? Not a game <laughs> We're talking about practice Yeah, Practice is like the real uh, access In my opinion Because right. a game there's so much going on and Players are you know emotional They're giving you this or that You got the podiums or whatever But practice is where you get to actually go And be around them And just see how they are acting In a, in a casual environment And mm-hmm. I'm telling you it's a weird thing 18 months, we have not been there to be able, I mean, I know you were at training camp, but to actually be there and kind of see them just, you know, reminds you like, oh yeah, there's so many different layers and and you almost get a new, for me, I almost got a new appreciation for just getting to be around the team again.
0: I wonder what the players think. Like they went two years without any media around and now all of a sudden we're just there again.
1: If Jokic's mood is any indication,
0: he's like not thrilled (laughs) about it. Right? Yeah. I mean he's just in preseason training camp mode. He's, <laughs> he's deep in preseason training camp mode. He's
1: definitely deep in it.
0: But I, I do wonder what the players think. They're like, "Oh, these guys again? Like, I thought we got rid of these guys for good. <laughs> no, we're still around. We're still here. We're still covering the team." Yeah. Um the other observation takeaway that you get right when you walk in the Nuggets practice gym, particularly during training camp and preseason, is how crowded yeah. it is because usually, you know, you've got maybe 15 guys, maybe just 13 guys with the two two two-way guys, maybe in the G League during the season, plus coaches. Now you have 20 players in that gym right now. Plus a ton of coaches, trainers, staffers, everyone. They've got like six hoops coming down uh, from all right. different ways. So everybody has a hoop to shoot on.
1: It's a it's crowded packed. Gym, it's a little packed.
0: But it definitely gives off the training camp vibe. You yeah.
1: Know? Yeah. I would say, though, I would characterize both yesterday and today as positive vibes around the team. And I didn't know how it would be because... The Nuggets are 0-3 in the, camp, or in the preseason. I know that doesn't mean a whole lot of them. We should maybe discuss on whether it means something. And if so, how much does that mean Denver really wants to win on Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's something. But, <laughs> but I just felt like the mood was good. And that's one of the things that when you're on a Zoom call, you don't know that. You see a player, yeah. and I could say, what mood is that guy in or this guy in? But until you're actually around, you can't just tell, like, what are the vibes. I got to say, this is my read. Maybe you can compare this and contrast what you saw today to what you saw at training camp in San Diego. But I felt like the mood, the personality of the team has been very positive the last couple days. I think so, too. And
0: honestly, we'll get into this a little bit when we talk about what we heard at practice today. I don't even think this is an over-exaggeration, but a lot of it, honestly, I believe has to do with Bones Island.
1: Right. I just do. Maybe.
0: maybe. I really think he's a vibe changer. Just him alone, individually, he can totally alter the vibe of any team, any room he walks into. Uh, And look, we've talked about it. I really do think it was a reason they drafted him. And you can just tell watching the guys wrap up practice because we only get to see the last five or 10 minutes of it. It's really just guys shooting three pointers and free throws. But he's always doing something. There needs to be a bones cam. Here's a great idea that I'm giving to Nugget Social for free. Just a ISO bones cam uh, throughout the entire practice. Because this guy's like dancing, clowning on guys, right. like doing... I don't even know what he's doing, but he's always doing something. Right. And him alone, I don't think this is the only reason, but I think it's a reason. Him alone can change the vibe of any room he walks
1: into. Well, this yeah, definitely. And this is what Will Barton told me about Jokic several years ago, that he sort of brought that energy and it made training mm-hmm. camp fun and made these dog, he called them the dog days. Um, but I think it's is first of all, I think it's his natural personality. I mean, he really does just radiate. All the questions today are about, but I mean, every really last couple of days, everybody, you know how there's like the core Who's who's there like every time? There's, you know, DNBR, Ryan Blackburn, Mike yeah. Singer. Pretty much it. And then and then like Dempsey and, and Wingy. But then there's always a rotating, like one new person that comes. You could tell they just they go maybe once every two or three weeks or whatever. But that person, there's one of those every single time, and they all ask the five they have to get all five of their bones' questions in. Yeah. And so Well, Bones is the story,
0: right he now. He is the story. Through three preseason games, he is the top number one. Clearly he's the top story so far. So yeah. I mean, you got to get him in, A, because he's been the story, but B, because he's just fun to talk about.
1: And he has some great Sims. And and let's get into what he had to say, because I thought he was the most interesting today. I might say that every time he talks. But I thought he was the most interesting today in that... I'm going to start with a question I asked him, because it's a thing I always wonder about young players. When I... When you're playing basketball at a high school level, you feel like you know more than you don't. This is true of all things in life. I think especially as an 18-year-old in high school, you feel like you know the' things about everything, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you go up a level and then you go to college and you realize, oh, wow, there's so much more about the game I didn't, I didn't know. I, I didn't realize. I just didn't know. I didn't know it, and it turns out in high school I knew one percent of basketball. And I asked Bones about that phenomenon, basically, and about how much of his experience so far in training camp, the last two weeks, has been educational about the game. Yeah. And his answer was so great because not only did he say yes, I thought I knew everything, and then I he, and he compared it to college just as I did, but. The way he he phrased it, and I wish I had I, ha- I wish I had it written down. But he said something about there's so much more that the game has to offer. That I'm discovering that there's so much more that the game has to offer, and that's been part of the fun part. And I just love that because we're gonna use the magic word. He's a Hooper. Hoopers love the game of basketball. <laughs> At least it wasn't me. Today. At least it wasn't you. Hoopers love the game of basketball first and foremost. And I think that's him. And so I imagine a guy like him who just wants to learn and wants to be around it. When you open up a whole new universe of possibilities and terminologies and schemes and movements and this and that, I've got to imagine it's pretty exciting. And he basically, I didn't even lead him to that direction, but he basically said that that in his answer. And I just thought it was so cool. Yeah, you just get the sense
0: that he's enjoying the rookie learning curve. Even right, though he right. has played well, there's obviously so much about the game and the NBA game in particular that he needs to learn. And you feel like he's just enjoying the process of sinking right. his teeth into it. He had this story today about how after the Minnesota game, he was really down. He texted Michael Malone about wanting to watch film with right. him. And that happened this morning. Apparently right. Monday morning, he sat down for a film session uh, with Michael Malone to go through what he did well in that Minnesota game, what he didn't do well. He's also said today that he loves just diving into the film on his own. So when guys around the team, Monte Morris said this, just talking with players and staffers and coaches, they've said this too. Bones Highland is a sponge. He asks questions. He wants to know what he does right, what he does wrong. Um, he's just loving, like
1: I said, the process. And he of- mentioned that part about asking, though, today. he He mentioned that. That's part of the education. He's, he's like, there's yeah. so many different plays or things or I, things I don't know. And he's like, that's why I'm going to the coach so much. Because we've heard the other side. We've heard Malone say he's asking a lot of questions or players. He's asking a lot of questions. But now we know why. He's like, it really is. I don't. It's almost like if you were a, a classically trained uh, pianist or musician. And then all of a sudden, someone's like, here's rock and roll. And you're like, wow, I didn't even <laughs> know music had this other sure. f- art form. Sure. And like, I almost feel like that's where he's at right now. Well, I talked to him about this at training camp.
0: The biggest thing that he's had trouble picking up on, and this is probably the case for any rookie, because when you're comparing the NBA to college, this is probably one of the biggest differences. The Nuggets' offense, there's very few like set play calls. A lot of it's read and react stuff. In college, it's not always the case. And he told me that that's kind of the biggest thing that he's ha- had to really ask about and uh, talk with people and watch film on is you know the read and react stuff on both ends of the floor. So. Um, when it comes to that, like yeah, that's
1: that's a new frontier right. in, in NBA basketball compared to college. Right, right. What else stood out to you about him and his media availability today? He was a long one. He, he's he. I think he enjoys talking to media more than most players. Yeah. That'll change, by the way. I'm sure yeah. that'll change over time.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's funny because we talk about him being this. Um, Malone called him what like some sunshine. Like right. you always have to have some sunshine at practice. So he's this ray of of sunlight. This Ray of sunshine and he honestly like when I'm talking about this bones ISO cam it's a real thing because the guy's always doing something ridiculous and the craziest part about it is it none of it's fake. It's all like 100% legit. Right. And you could say like, oh, he's a rookie. You know, he wants everybody to like him. He wants to try to bring energy to the gym. And yeah, he's doing all those things. But he even said today, like, this is just how I've always been. Right. Um, I've always been this super energetic guy who can brighten a room up. Uh, talking about how he always asks coaches questions and stuff. He said he's always been a teacher's pet. That's how he put it. Like he's always been uh, the guy to buddy up to coaches and kind of always be in their ear and stuff. So everything that we've seen has been like 100% authentic. Yeah. Like like that's the other
1: thing. This isn't an act. Right. At all. It's authentic. It was interesting too. Another thing that happens at practices is all the media comes together. So we're t- you're you're kind of getting everybody else's takes. I don't think there was a single person who thought Bones won't be in the rotation or shouldn't be in the rotation. I think they all understand the the situation. Like, okay, he's a rookie. He's got mm-hmm. to kind of beat out certain veterans that maybe got penciled in before camp. But I think they all were pretty confident that at some point, if not right away, Bone Highland would be one of the 10 players that are playing. I mean, I would have been pretty
0: surprised, man. Like looking back at the draft, like on that night.
1: Right, right. I, I would have been but surprised. But I'm saying right now, I right. would be surprised if he wasn't. I mean, it's... It's not that he has had a good game. It's that every summer league game, every preseason game has more or less looked the same in terms of what it is he's capable of doing. And you look around at some of the other guys that are competing for those minutes. They are definitely up and down. And that's what you think when you think of a rookie. You think consistency is the thing you sacrifice. He's been the more consistent one, in my opinion. I would be very surprised if
0: he's not playing rotation minutes. On On opening opening night. night? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, how could you not throw him out there? Yeah. I mean, throw him out there and let him fail, and then you can say, "All right, we can scale things back a little." You know, maybe get him some G League run. Um, maybe you know he's a more of a situational guy. But at least at the start of the season, if you can throw him in there and you get some of the stuff from him that you've gotten this preseason, and then you run with that, like that's really something. Like, or if he fails right when you throw him in, that's okay too. But at the beginning of the season, yeah, like opening night, he should be in there. I'd Mm -hmm. I'd be surprised if he didn't. And I'm not saying he's going to play 25 minutes. Ten minutes, you know, with the bench unit, end of the first quarter, beginning of the second quarter, maybe even like throw him in with the starters at the end of the first half. See how he does. I think he'll be in there. It'll be I an, feel pretty confident in it'll
1: that. It'll be an interesting uh an interesting call. The one thing I will say is Malone really does seem to to enjoy him, just really like his spirit. I mean, he is a Malone guy and that that matters. Yeah. Um let's talk about Nikola, cuz he was there. Uh, I I've always called him Nicola even though it's Nikola, and I don't know if I should change or he said he doesn't mind.
0: Of course not. I mean, <laughs> Nicola it's it's whatever. I mean, we're seven years into this. We're several
1: years into this. This <laughs> is so, like,
0: are you gonna add a jump shot? Yeah, you're seventh No, I'm not in the doing NBA. it.
1: I'll say Joker. So Joker spoke today, first time in 18 months getting to be face to face with him. I yeah, was that, so. That's a good point. Actually. I was so excited. Him, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> he had you know his
0: vibe on media day when he was asked. So like, do you guys think you're going to be a contender this year? Or are you going to have another MVP season? Right. He's like, I don't know. We could be good. We could be bad. I could be good.
1: I could be bad. Yeah. I don't know. That yeah. was his
0: his vibe today very much.
1: And I couldn't tell the sarcasm level out of him today. It was kind of funny. Like um, some of it, like he was really almost putting down bones. I mean, he comes in and this is sarcastic yoke. We know yoke. Like he comes he comes in and somebody asked him like, what can he improve on? And he's like, knowing the score at the end of games. <laughs> <laughs> It was almost like a zinger.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A little rookie hazing from Joker. Um, Something that Bones said, though, that I thought was cool was after the end of that Minnesota game happened, Bones was down on himself, understandably, didn't like how that game finished. He said that Nikola went up to him in the locker room and was like, dude, it's okay. You played really well. It's just the preseason. Like, it was just a mistake. Those things will happen. You're a big part of what we do. Like, brush it off. You'll be good. I thought that was cool. I yeah. thought that was the franchise, you know, coming over to the rookie and being like, you you're one of us. Don't worry about it. Like nobody's going to get on you for it. Like it, it, just brush it off. It's all good.
1: I, I think that was cool. I even think Yoke likes Bones. I mean, he he talked about him being talented. Like he's like he's very you know he he said something like we need what he does or something like that. So I think even he recognizes that he has a role on this team that you yeah. know he provides something of value. Um, was there anything else that stood out from from his discussions today? Um, I mean, not really. We talked about his his kid a lot. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's something he enjoys talking about he had a real mvp to an extent.
1: It, it, instead of the Katie, the real mvp he said uh, natalia wife, the real is MVP. the no he said she's the the mvp for real
0: <laughs> mvp for real
1: he's got his own spin on it yeah yeah. Uh, yeah so i thought that was good then then there's michael malone and again when i say camp had a good personality to it a positive vibe to it sometimes when you only get michael malone through a here's here's something I'll say. Michael Malone is very good at using the media. He's, I would say, one of the best. And I know he's mindful of this. I'm not just saying this is a thing we read. I know he is mindful of when I go and talk to the press, I'm not just sharing with them the things they want to know. I'm also sharing, there's also a, a a way to sort of work things so you can get your message out to the team or message out to other people or whatever it is. He understands how the, all those things play. So sometimes on a Zoom, he could come in, grouchy this or that, and you can think like, I think this is he's speaking to an audience of one right now and it's not us like he you know yep. it's speaking to someone else. So you can't tell if he's good mood bad mood. Today I thought his mood matched and really yesterday as well, matched the mood of the team and that he feel he seemed to me to be relaxed, confident and you know serious but also just more laid back than I anticipated.
0: It was a mood of somebody who whose team is 0-3 in the preseason yeah. and desperately wants to get the first win, but doesn't want to put pressure on his guys and make them think, oh, we're under pressure to get this first win.
1: So that – I, because I, I agree with you. He joked about how he's the serious one and, and you know, sometimes he takes things too seriously – and the Keeping It 1000 podcast with George Carl last week, George Carl said it's important. He thinks he always wanted in the preseason to go three and two, something like that. I think he said four and three. Just to have a slight winning record because he wanted. He thought it was important to establish a winning vibe mm-hmm. around your team. Nuggets are 0 and 3. And they're 0 and 3 because of guys who are not going to play closing games and doing a horrible job at it. These starters have been absolutely fantastic. That being said, I have to imagine Michael Malone agrees with that sentiment in some way and that he would love nothing more than to actually win on Wednesday night. Not just because it would feel good, but because I think he thinks it's important. I do. I agree with you. And that's why,
0: based on what Malone said today, the starters are probably going to play the most in this next preseason game as they have in any of these games so far, this is going to be probably as close as we get to a dress rehearsal. Actually, it's definitely going to be because it's a back to back, back to back in the preseason, which is wild. Um, But the stars are going to play a lot. I think it's the rotations are going to kind of mimic what we might see opening night here on Wednesday. And then Thursday, the last preseason game, that's going to be your throwaway game where it's like, okay, Matt Ryan or right. not Matt Ryan. He was, he was waved, but not really. We can talk <laughs> about that. Um, all right. Like Devon Reed, like you're going to play a bunch today. So, um, I agree. Like he definitely wants to win. Also, the Nuggets have been a pretty good preseason team under Michael Malone. Like, I don't know how much you want to, how much stock you want to put in that, but they've always gone 500 or better. And I think in 2019 2020 yeah they were five and two in the preseason so they've always been a strong preseason team um last year they were two and one just only three preseason preseason games but yes they definitely want to get a win i 100 believe that yeah
1: do you i want to go to Mike ryan though real quick because you had a report today i mean he was waived by the team it's kind of yeah. a weird circumstance so there are these things
0: called exhibit 10 deals in the nba where if you sign somebody to it, you get their g-league rights so what teams do, and this happens throughout the league, you pretty much sign a guy to an Exhibit Ten deal and then waive him, so he's not like on your twenty man roster, but you still have his G League rights. Okay. So from what I was told, that's what happened with Matt Ryan. Um, that's what's going to happen with like Georgie, uh, the guy who's I'll, on an Exhibit Ten deal right now. Uh,
1: I'm told his preferred nickname is G Baby. G Baby. Okay okay so we're we we'll refer gonna to call him? a
0: grown man baby
1: i am I, I have no problems with it i have i call a grown man bones like come on man michael malone doesn't call a grown man baby g apparently hey, man.
0: um but yeah you wave him and then you sign somebody else to the exhibit 10 deal which is what they did with baby g today um, g baby not oh, baby g g
1: <laughs> baby G baby, way, way tougher
0: uh but yeah matt ryan is gonna be in grand rapids allegedly yeah. or from what i was told yeah so that should be fun. I've heard some good reviews about Matt Ryan. Same,
1: and that's what I was gonna say is I, he's when you start talking about filling out the G League roster, like all right, there's you know nothing against these guys, uh, Davon Reed, Tariq Black. Like I'm like okay, I know what those guys do. They're hustlers and they're not. I mean, Davon Reed, Mister Dependable. Dependable. We, we all know it. what he does. Yeah. Ta- uh, Tariq Black is gonna be like a hustler. You know, he's gonna try to, he's gonna grab an enormous amount of rebounds. He's sure. so strong. I know I know those guys' game. Matt Ryan, I don't. I just know he's a shooter like a, yeah. a a knockdown shooter. So when you think G League, what's more fun than guys that get 672.
0: He's pretty big. He's not like a stick. Yeah. He's, he's got some
1: muscle on him. So He has a chance to be we we always think about who's the find, the guy that maybe steps up and ends yeah. up playing some real I mean, he it could be him. Yeah. So um, <laughs> So that's that's the wrap out on that. Uh let's take our first break though. On the other side, we're going to start getting to the mailbag questions. Can't wait. Uh, guys, make sure to pick up some Mile High City Copper Lager from
0: Breck Brew. This week, uh, you can pick some up at your local liquor store, pick some up at the Brew Farmhouse. If you ever go out there, uh, great food, great drinks, of course. They've got a couple different bars out there at the farmhouse. A great place to spend a day with the fam. Uh, so you can pick up Mile High City Copper Lager there. Uh, sometimes your local grocery store has it. Your local liquor store probably has it as well. Uh, you can't miss it. It's got that Nuggets blue can with the Nuggets logo on it. Great beer to drink during any type of occasion. Maybe you're watching... A Nuggets game this week. Maybe you're drinking some while watching the show right now. Uh, Pick some up from Breck Brew this week. Also, guys, sexy pizza. If you go to one of our Broncos tailgates, and if you haven't, uh, they're awesome. You're missing out. The Broncos are home this weekend again, I believe. So we've got a tailgate lined up uh, at Mile High. We have free sexy pizza Man. at the tailgate.
1: This week's tailgate, by the way, going to be awesome. I'll be there for this one. I've had to miss two weeks of Broncos because I was doing stuff, but mm-hmm. this week I will be back at the tailgate. I cannot wait. Yeah, like all you could drink, Breck and the sexy pizza, then games, cornhole. We got the TV. It's going to be so fun. It's Raiders week. Like the Broncos desperately need it. Come on out! I'm yeah. telling you, we even have the party bus. Like paying for parking downtown you oh know, my for God. the game is a drag, yeah. and the and the traffic. Instead, I'm telling you, this is the best. Even if you're not don't want to go to the tailgate, it's the best deal. Go yeah. come park here on Colfax where there's. Nothing but parking. Ride the party bus. You get a drink while you're on the party bus. And then you arrive at the tailgate where you get free food and drink. I mean, come on, man. It's yeah. the best. I'm telling you, it is the best.
0: It's the best. Bre- free Breck or Breck Brew you get when you sign up for the tailgate as well. Yep. Uh, just go to the DMVR Sports Twitter page if you want more information about how to sign up. I'm not even going to the game and I'm going to the tailgate. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I that every time that it's so freaking hot these days. Like, <laughs> Sometimes those games are rough to sit through. Um, but yeah, go to the tailgate, uh, sign up, get a ticket, sexy pizza, Breck brew. Uh, great time. Just it's like we've said, it's just literally us doing this at the tailgate. We're just hanging out, talking Broncos, talking nuggets. Uh, it's We're a just great guy's time. Talking. <laughs> yeah. just talking, guys talking about sports. If you don't go to the tailgate, if you're not local, um, or, or if you just live in Denver and can't make it out to the tailgate, order up from sexy pizza. They got a couple locations in Denver really great pizza great uh sides too great garlic knots great salads as well uh so yeah check it
1: out awesome just writing a quick note it's got a little thin <laughs> a little text your guys just hold on <laughs> ooh, ooh. it's mailbag i wish we had the little eric's head i'll have to make a new graphic kill of eric's head and the uh, splat Maybe I'll add a splat Okay uh, Let's go to our mailbag Kale, You've curated We Here, here we have From Snoichi Super fan Super DNVR uh, fan What are everyone's On the show So now it's just us two uh, Like maybe a stretch But would be really cool goal For the season Could be player specific But goals outside of Team achievements Titles For example Michael Porter goes To the all star game Or Busy Bones Breaks one of the Nuggets Rookie records Love you guys Love you as well what do you have? Do you have a uh, uh, sort of under-the-radar sort of personal thing yeah. you're hoping hits? Yeah,
0: it's one we were talking about at Nuggets practice today. Will Barton has Man. a chance to become the Nuggets all-time three-point leader. Yes. He, he has a chance to, to this year break the mark for most three-pointers made as a Denver Nugget. Yep. And if he plays, what were we saying? Seventy something games this year. He's going to do it. Well, he's going to be number one on that list, most likely, if he stays healthy and you know has the season we're kind of expecting him to have.
1: So it, I can check it. Yeah, roughly. pull it up while, while I'm talking here. So I don't. It, it's actually like right in line with his career average, especially for the last two three seasons. If he were to play like seventy five games or something, which is tough because I don't think playoff numbers factor into that for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. That's like a regular season number. So it's going to be right there. I actually think it could become a storyline towards the end of the season. If it's like he needs to average three threes a game over five games. Like I could see Will Barton just like yeah. launching these off, you know, cause how cool would it be to be number one? I think that's a cool one for two reasons. One, do you remember i don't maybe this was when i was over at denver stiffs as prior to joining here people were asking what's the core of the nuggets and i put will barton in the core. i said for me will barton is a core member yep will barton's been here what seven and a half seasons now longer than anybody else and i remember when i said that back in the day people were like i don't know i don't know guys he has been here seven and a half seasons if he plays out the remainder of his contract it'll be eight and a half just forget about this era how many nuggets across any era Played eight seasons for the Denver Nuggets.
0: It's a short list. It's so an extremely and short especially list. Especially in today's NBA. That list is gonna become shorter and shorter. Um yeah. I've got the leaderboard pulled up All right, right now. Number one, the leader in all-time three-pointers made as a Denver Nugget, J.R. Smith. Okay, 768. Okay. So this is where it gets interesting because two is Jamal Murray. Right. At 673. Right. He's about a hundred behind, a little right. less. Number three is Will Barton at what? with 647. Okay. 647. So is at 768. So Will needs, Barton's at 647.
1: 121. Let's divide this by 72 games. Let's assume he misses. So he needs 1.7 three-pointers right. per game. If
0: he stays healthy, he's probably going to break it.
1: Let me see. I'm, I'm looking it up. What's his career? Do you see his career average in front of you? Let yeah, me see. Three-pointers it made. It's 1.8. <laughs> One, or 1.2 is career average, but over the last year... Last years, year was point. let Let's do the last four seasons. The year 1. 1.9, 1.9. 1.6, 1.9, 1.8. So he's actually right around what he would need for 70 games. And again, I think 70 is a, is a solid goal for Will. I, yeah. I imagine he'll sit out about 10. It's going to be close. It could it's be It's going to be like really, really close. It's like,
0: oh, we got this last game of our season. We're locked into a playoff seed. Why don't we just rest you guys for a couple and Will Barton's like No way. I can break the freaking record. I don't know how long, you know, I'm gonna be here in Denver. I want that record.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say the final week it becomes a storyline. It becomes I a think story you're line. right, and I think we're going to be looking at every Barton three and be like, "Was that a, <laughs> or was that a
0: good one? It's, because percentage, it's not going to matter. Right, it's three right, pointers
1: right. made. Yeah, that's cool. It'd be interesting to hear if that's one of his. Maybe tomorrow you can ask him about Ooh. that. If that's like yeah, a yeah. thing, that would mean a lot to him if he became the all-time. It's yeah, a good one. Uh, Three-point leader. Um, so that's that's a really good one. I would say, um. You know it's tough because like Jokic was the MVP, so to come up with one four Jokic is tough. It would be cool if he averaged a triple double. It'd be really cool if he did that. Yeah, that would uh, just be as really a weird cool. rounded number thing. I think it would be great. So yeah, maybe, maybe that's one that would be cool. The, here's another one. I will say I'd love for the Nuggets to be a top two seed. Obviously, it'd be great for the Nuggets just because it's great seating. But I just think it would be something cool about it if you don't have Murray for this entire time and you still make a great regular season record. It just would turn a lot of heads. I think I
0: oh, would just love to see the excuses for not having Nicole Jokic <laughs> in the MVP conversation at would, that point.
1: They would be too good. It yeah. would be really, it'd be really fun if
0: Bones gets playing time out of the gate and just looks like one of the best rookies all season. That would be really fun. Oh, well, look,
1: my bet for uh Bones Highland being rookie of the year. I would I would not mind that also hitting. I think I make like a couple thousand dollars on a $20 <laughs> bet if it hits, so uh, I'll go for that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh even bigger than the uh the Jokic one. All right, what yeah. else we got, Kale? Good question there.
0: After three preseason Sorry. games, what is uh, something you've seen that you would like to see improved by the regular season opener other than TDs?
1: T- turnovers. Oh, turnovers. <laughs> <Other than> turn- <laughs> I was like,
0: Jokic Hail Marys? <laughs> uh, number two, something that you've seen that you hope carries Ooh, a into question. the regular season opener. All right.
1: I'll, let me go first on this one sure. because I'm actually going to start with number two on this. I thought the tempo has been great, and I haven't checked the numbers on the pay, on, on the pace but I really feel like, and this is a Bones Highland thing. I yes. think he pushes the pace really, really well. I think guys like PJ Dozier do. This is going to come up. Uh, you, by the way, guys, our player preview series rolls on. We had Marcus Howard earlier today. We got Faku Composo that'll be right after the show, right at three o'clock. That's going to premiere. So as soon as we'll, we'll wrap up by three for sure, so you guys can roll right over into that. Start checking those out. The Faku one has the list in it. And going forward, most of the guys will have some type of film study breakdown on them. So you're not going to want to, this is the time we're almost one week away from the real opener. So you guys are not, you're going to want to catch up on all of these videos. We put a lot of work into them, but that's the thing that I talked about was the tempo and also how Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter grabbing and going has been a real weapon for the nuggets. Like Mm -hmm. the fact that Jokic Porter Gordon can grab the ball and and run with it up the court has really lent to a lot of, of, Three-point shots, kick out three-pointers in transition, which uh, which I love, and I just think it'll be good for the team.
0: Yeah, my number two would just be Aaron Gordon's mentality. Mm. Um, seems like he's just been in attack mode. He's confident in his shot. And I don't think people are talking about it enough, but he's going to score a little bit more, I think, than than what he did last year yeah. and the expectations that people have for him. Um because, like, Nuggets need him to. I, I really get the sense that Denver's and Michael Malone are empowering him to yeah. be like, look for your offense, look to be aggressive, look to shoot it when you're open. And last year he came here and he was just trying to fit in and not do anything too crazy, um, not really ruffle anyone's feathers. Now, you know, he, he's had a full off season. Uh Being a Denver Nugget, he was here in training camp in the preseason. I think he's going to let his uh, wings – fly a little bit or spread Mm. his wings a little bit. Let his wings fly. Yeah, that's the old saying. He's gonna (laughs) spread his wings a little bit and just really look to to score more. I, I do. But and I and I like Kind of how his approach has been this preseason.
1: I'm just noticing with this camera angle, it, my hands look enormous. I mean, <laughs> so do mine. <laughs> I mean, I have big hands to you be good with, but like, yeah, hands. like they look like really. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, there's a couple things you can go here. Another one would be Bones Highland playing. Like, that's yeah. a thing I would love. The preseason has been so fun for Bones, and if, and there would be just a little bit of fun. Um, d- deficiency if like Bones doesn't sure. play on opening night, or if he did, you know, whatever. So definitely him uh him still playing if you go things that you don't want to see turnovers obviously would be a, a really a, a sure. really loud one um hmm. i mean monte morris's play has been a little bit underwhelming so far that would be one i would. I mean
0: the bench is the bench, it, is wow. uh an issue yeah the bench it's, is an issue. it's a big question mark i think yeah. um how do like the nuggets better balance the starters in the bench
1: don't get too deep into this because this is our next question okay um, <laughs> i'll table that why don't we go to it that was a yeah. great question though why don't we go to the bench one then uh yeah don't get too in the weeds here boom if the nuggets Wait, one, sorry. Oh. <laughs> that looks like a fun one though <laughs> uh weota says if the nuggets that's the same one uh
0: well uh, there we go that's that's the one we want with jamal out with Jamal out, do you stagger Barton or Porter with the bench here to give them some juice and scoring? I think you do. Um, <laughs> this is just like one of those funny things we debate every single year. Like, obviously, the Nuggets starters are so good that there's no way the bench outperforms them at all or like looks better than them. The Nuggets just have had such a good starting unit over the last couple of years. But it's probably my number one concern right now, to be totally honest, especially if it's a bench lineup of, Faku, Bones, or Austin Rivers, PJ Dozier, Jermichael Green, and Jeff Green. I don't know how that five is going to be. I think it's a solid group. All those guys are NBA caliber rotation players. Um, but I just think it could look a little clunky from time to time uh, or, or maybe even a little bit more than from time to time. So it's honestly my, my biggest question mark right now.
1: Here's one reason it's not too concerning for me just yet. If you look at plus minus for the preseason so far, I know it's a little bit crazy to say, but Aaron Gordon has played three games. He has a plus 38. Yeah, that's over a plus 10 per game. And he's only playing what uh, he's got 70 minutes. So, you know, he's not playing that many minutes. He'll play even more than that. Michael Porter has played two games. He's a plus 30. Yeah. Jokic has played two games. He's a plus 24. The guy those three are going to be on the court a lot. And mostly together. And when they've been on the court, it's actually been more dominant than we've actually even shared. And part of this because it's preseason; these numbers are noisy. Like some guys, their numbers, you know, are, are through the roof for this reason or that reason. But those guys in particular have looked good, and they've barely even played all together yet. And they haven't even played with Will Barton, who I think is going to make them even even better. And Monte Morris hasn't really been great so far. So this this so I look mm-hmm. at it and I go: the starters are going to be the big thing. But you're right that the bench was deflating at portions last year. They got really got better at towards the end of the season. But early on, they could be a little bit uh deflating in that if you had a 10 point lead and bench comes in and blows yeah, it all in like that, two that's minutes. what I'm
0: saying. The stars are, are gonna be great. They're gonna get out the 10 point leads, but last year it was like, Oh, here comes the bench. Let's see if they can keep this lead. And sometimes they couldn't, and that was with like a 10 point cushion. Right. So I, I'm with you. The stars are gonna get out to a great start
1: most nights. Um, it's, I think they'll defend better once PJ's there, though. Because the scoring is a, is a mystery to the, me. The scoring's my concern. I'm not actually that worried about the defense. So let's say Barton plays tomorrow, which would be important. You're going to yeah. have Monte and Barton start in the backcourt. You're yeah. going to have Porter, Gordon, Yogurt. That's never going to change. What do you want to see behind him tomorrow? What would be the lineup you would go to in the first bench rotation? Well, I
0: would like to see some sort of stagger.
1: To, to, well to be stagger. Like f- There will be a stagger, but I'm saying the ten guy like I think tomorrow Malone's gonna go to ten guys, and then yeah. somebody's gonna get cut out, and then I imagine that so, in the second half yeah. they'll do something else. The, the five I want to see with the bench is Faku,
0: Bones Highland, right. Dozier, and the two Jay Greens.
1: Me too. That I I think No question.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty easy for me. Austin Rivers is the odd guy out. Um But I I would like to see at some point them see what they can do with a stagger where it's Porter as the guy on that unit. Right. Or Will Barton as the guy on that unit. Because the five that I just said, who's your go to guy? It's Bones Highland. Right. Like, to be honest. And and like, could the Nuggets center their bench offense around a rookie? I mean, it's Bones Highland, so maybe. But you kind of wonder what the pecking order is going to be with that group.
1: But I don't think it's so centered around him that. Like there are lineups where it's like okay everything revolves around this guy. I don't think it's like that. I just think he's the best at taking advantage of yeah. a equal opportunity system that they would put in place. It's not, but I just remember last
0: year where they can I, score. Those five guys <laughs> will get on the floor and it's like no one really wants to shoot. Yeah. Like we're all, we're working for a great shot, but yeah. nobody really wants to take over. It's it was clunky last year and it seems like um a, a similar like feel with this five-man bench unit
1: no question about it man um i do you think we will see that tomorrow that five yeah i do too yeah would you be disappointed if we didn't
0: a little bit if it was austin for right that's what i mean yep yeah for sure for sure
1: i mean they've been going 11 or 12 deep you know so far i don't think that's happening tomorrow i or wednesday i kind of feel like that one will be like you said a dress rehearsal and i think that'll be it i mean i could be wrong but we'll we'll find out um. All right. What else we got? Should we take another break, or we got we got time for another one? Let's do another one. All right. Let's take let's a, a break. break. <laughs> right. let's take a break. We'll get a bunch on the in the in the final segment.
0: Uh, let's do it, guys. As you know, we're sponsored by Ball across the entire DMVR network, as in Ball Arena, as in the aerospace technology company. Also, is in the world's largest aluminum can and packaging manufacturer. Ball has actually been leading global sustainability efforts for decades. For decades, and Ball actually reached out to us. And they need help here in their Denver Metro plant, in their Golden plant. They have floor manufacturing positions for production technicians and other roles available. Uh, why, you might ask? Well, they need to make more cans. So in 2020, Ball made over 101 billion cans, 101 billion. Uh, and they're probably gonna make even more this year. So they're hiring production technicians to their Golden, Colorado plant. If you want more information, jobs off Ball, Um Dot com and search for golden or you can text golden to seven seven two 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 of course ball makes eight 12 and 16 ounce can sizes for all kinds of liquids they make cans in over 30 different sizes at facilities across the world again take text jobs dot and search for golden or go to jobs.ball.com and search for golden or you can text golden to seven seven two 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 for more information uh, if you go to manscaped.com and you're a listener of this podcast, use the code DNVR. That's going to save you 20%. You're also going to get free shipping on all your Manscaped products. Uh, like I said, when you go to manscaped.com and use the code DNVR, you're going to get 20% off plus free shipping. Uh, check out the Performance Package 4.0. You get the lawnmower 4.0. Uh, you get the Travel Bag. You get other, uh, other little gadgets and stuff, uh, deodorant. Like You get everything that you need. have the proper manscaping experience with that performance package uh, 4.0 like i said it comes with the lawnmower 4.0 uh comes with uh, those cutting edge ceramic blades um it comes with the weed whacker a total game changer a lot of people say Uh, so go to manscaped.com use the code dnvr you're gonna save 20 percent every time plus free shipping Uh, that's when you use the code dnvr at manscaped.com get 20% off plus free shipping when you use that. Uh, Finally, if you're looking for a dentist in the Denver area, check out Green Mountain Dental Group. When you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group, you're going to get a free Sonicare toothbrush. Honestly, it's a toothbrush that most dentists out there recommend. It's the top of the line. It's it's the best of the best. Uh, Get a free one. Get a free Sonicare toothbrush. It's going to last you a long time. Get one when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group. They're located 15 minutes from downtown Denver. They're who a lot of us here at DNVR go to uh, to get all our dental work done, get our teeth cleaned, wisdom teeth pulled, cavities filled. Check them out
1: today. All right, here, final segment. We got some more questions to get to. Thanks for these questions, by the way. There's some good ones so far today. What else we got, Cal? If the Nuggets roster organized themselves into a FIBA 3x3 tournament, who would be the top trios? Man, I mean Murray and Yoke. We have to start from there. That's the top. That we're at. That definitely those guys. I mean, come on. I guess it's the big three: Murray, <laughs> Yoke, yeah, and, and Porter say. is pretty unbeatable. It's clearly the big three. They're not guarding anyone though.
0: <laughs> I mean, do you really guard anybody in three on three?
1: Yeah, I guess not
0: really. <laughs> it's, it's kind of an offensive game. Um, okay, what about this though? What if you could only build a team out of around one of those guys? You only have one of the three big on three, three on your team. You need two other guys plus a member of the big three. So Yoke and two other guys. Yes. Like Jamal and two other guys.
1: I'd say it's probably still Yoke. I mean, come on, he's unguardable. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. 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 So Yoke, um, Bones, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <taking> Bones. <laughs> um, and Ag. I'm taking a defender. Yeah, you are. You are probably. <laughs> Who are yeah. you going? Well, actually, maybe I would have gone Barton instead of Bones. Barton's got the height. It's got the experience. Probably Barton, Bones, and Yoke. Barton, Bones, Yoke. If I'm building around Porter,
0: Porter, Bones, Barton. If I'm building around (laughs) Murray, Murray,
1: Bones, Barton. (laughs) Porter, I'd go Porter, Gordon, Barton, I like There's shooters no on my 3-on-3 three three really, team, though. You need shooters. Yeah, you do need some shooters. Jermichael Green maybe could be versatile defender fill-in-the-gap spot. <laughs> Jack Green? You think about it. What are you really doing with that role? You're just having one guy at space while you run the Murray-Jokic two-man game or something. Yeah. And Porter's like the best at that. I mean, he's going to yeah. knock it all you down. You just
0: want your top three hoopers is, is honestly <laughs> what you
1: want. With Murray, man, who would you give Murray... There's no great rim rollers on the Nuggets this year. So I so Like you, Jeff Green's your best yeah, roller. Yeah, he's your he's your best roller. I don't know if that's going to be a super dynamic. Yeah, I guess I'd probably No, no Aaron God, give him Gordon. You want Gordon. I'd give him
0: Gordon and Barton probably.
1: Yeah, righty. That's tougher than I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. But it's actually simpler than I thought it would be. It's the big 3 <laughs> if you're using the regular guys. Yeah. I feel like it's a pretty good one too. All right, what else we got? Miroslav, the homie says, for entertainment purses, of purposes, read the following Serbian names. What the hell is this? Hazy? Dude, this is not <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, I can't even see that far. I'll go. Yeah, screen's Lil- really blurry. Liliana right I can't really see it. Lasić. I would say Liliana Lasić, Kun Gojkovic, Gojkovic, Kun G- Gojkovic. Uh, then I'd go Jarko. Jarko, or is that Darko? Charco Don <laughs> Uh Slavo Muslin, and Loya so Ubiparip. <laughs> how did we do? These, these probably mean like really bad words. Yeah, he probably Serbia. just got
0: us to like curse or something. This is yeah. going to go up on that Serbian TV channel.
1: I don't know how this one made it through the filter. Hazing, not appreciated. Bullying, not appreciated at the DNBR Nugget Show. All right, what else we got? Gregor Peterson, what's a Nuggets player's nickname that's not a thing that you would like to see become a thing? Ooh, this is a good one. I Me mean, number one is Mister Dependable. <laughs> Mister Dependable,
0: <laughs> I love Mister Dependable. It's Davon Reed's nickname. I They're, don't know uh, the story behind it. I-, I would love to know. Maybe I'll ask him one of these days. Yeah, Mister Dependable's top notch though.
1: <laughs> it's also kind of like a not cool thing, like oh. I don't know like I don't know it's not tough it's not this is like perfect attendance <laughs> you know I'm not like an award you're student. always there you're always there <laughs> never missed a practice oh man there's gotta be one there's gotta be one I'm trying to go through the list here you already got bones I think Bohai. Bohai is like bones is such a good nickname but bones deserves 70 nicknames he just deserves so many and I think bohi
0: bones is not even really a nickname it's kind of just his name It kind of is yeah nobody's calling him Nashawn.
1: mr nugget is also one like it would be cool like we say mr nugget and nuggets fans have started to say like that's become a thing but it'd be cool if monte uh, apparently knows
0: he's mr nugget
1: too yeah oh really i've heard yeah <laughs> see I, this is the thing i would love to see somebody refer to him as mr nugget i think that would be cool yeah Maybe Malone. Like, just what, one day. Like, just what, no, That's no, no. why he's Mr. Here's Nugget. Your, when Malone's giving
0: him a game ball, he's like, this
1: game ball goes
0: to Mr. Mr. Nugget.
1: <laughs> I don't know why I don't like Piano Man for Zeke. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm not feeling that one either. <laughs> not really feeling no. it. Does Vlaco have one like the hammer? <laughs> the the
0: hammer. body?
1: Actually, it should be the body. <laughs> Vladko the body chanchar. I like that. Does Peter have any good ones? Birdman, uh, hard bird Hard rock? He's Birdman. <laughs> bird man because he posts a picture of a bird um chicken bones okay hey zarko somebody or Jarco? yeah darko maybe i don't know um all right what else we got one more in. last one, can do one more. solomon matthias says do you guys ever think about what's stopping mpj from shooting like 60 <laughs> percent from three i think he could actually do it like i'm literally in shock every time he misses I am also in shock when he misses open ones. Yeah. This is Eric's corner, right? This is D-Line's thing, that the human, for whatever reason, humans can only shoot around 40-ish percent. Although it's not really true. We have guys, last year, who, who Joe Ingles shot 50%. Joe Harris was Joe right Harris. under 50% too. Yeah. I think part of it is that to shoot that, you have to, one, be on a great team where you're an afterthought. Yeah. And then, two, you have to be... Uh, your shot selection is pretty tight, right? Like you're not taking difficult ones. And Michael Porter, I don't think that would be good for him. I think it's good that he takes – there's auxiliary benefits to some of the difficult shots he makes. One is he's really good at making them, but another another is just that it makes teams panic uh, against him. And I think we'll see more and more of that this year. But that being said, he's a career 44.5% three-point shooter, and I'm not convinced he's not close to that number like Absolutely. even as you scale up Man. like i 42% as you start to get more and more difficult we'll have seasons where he's hot or cold or stretches he's hot or cold but i think he might i think the baseline for a small number of players is actually above 40% i think and i think he's one of them
0: honestly i think he could shoot 50% from 3 I really do. Fifty. I think he could approach fifty percent, high forties. But here's the thing, think, here's he the could, thing, Harrison. Man.
1: Let's imagine it's this, it's January first. We're already you know months into the season, and he's shooting fifty percent from three. Don't you feel like he needs to shoot more? Yeah. <laughs> like if, if you're fifty percent. <laughs> And the scouting report's like, holy crap, he's taking six a game and he's 50%. Yeah. Don't you just shoot nine a game and lower that percentage? You do. But the defense is panicked on every single one. You probably offensive rebound all, all three of the extra ones. You do. You do.
0: If Jamal Murray was healthy, I think Porter's three point per- percentage is just higher right. by default because he's taking less shots overall. But without Jamal. You know, Porter's going to be taking a lot of threes, a lot of contested threes, as he should. He should, like, honestly be taking eight threes a game, maybe even more. That's his footwork's not he always is.
1: perfect. And, and this is the thing that'll show up on the list for Michael Porter uh, episode but, uh, of the preview series. But he, um, for whatever reason, still sometimes, to, like, he's good at scoring his body up after the jump. He's great at that. But there's still a level of like balance you get when you mm-hmm. when you get your legs under you properly, you get your hips under you. And he's still like even in the preseason had this was a thing last year, but this year I even see it. So there are things that I think like when you say he should be 60 percent, I still think there's things he can do to become a better shooter. Yeah. Or more consistent shooter. And that's what's crazy. 60 yeah. percent though. Come on. Kevin Durant shot 45 percent from three last year. I mean, what was Michael Porter forty four and a half at yeah. the same volume? Yeah. How many did he take? Because I think Porter was six and a half. Uh, yeah, I mean Porter took more, per per, game, took more threes, 6. and to 5. and was a 4. half percent
0: lower. Yeah, and Joe Ingles forty five percent on six point one three, so yep, it's same territory. Same there. And I don't are, think fifty percent is is out of the question. Nah, I don't either.
1: All right, Kale, what's our last one? All right, last one Ray. Denver. I don't know. <laughs> are there
0: two players that haven't been signed or international guys that could replace our end of bench, provide a little security bowl and Howard are my main concerns here. Hmm.
1: I mean, I don't think your main concern should be guys that aren't playing. That's the, that's the yeah. thing bowl. Should he get into the rotation, which at this moment, he had that really good first game. I feel like it hasn't been the last two haven't been that great. I would be surprised if he was in the rotation. He's more, I would be excited if he was for two or three games. Will he ruin the game for you? I won't be playing enough minutes that I think he would do it like three games in a row. You go 0-3 in those because you can't afford it. right? But, you know, he is a wild card. I don't know that you worry about those guys just yet. I, if there were injuries that caused Denver to where it's like we're playing one of Zeke or Bowl or Vlatko extended minutes, I do think the Nuggets might look to buy a player out and try to fill that, ros- that spot. Right. But I don't think they would do it for like... One or two games, yeah. because there are guys internationally,
0: and I'm sure the Nuggets have a bunch of these guys circled. Yeah, what are you asking me for? Ask Tim Conley. <laughs> but there are guys that they could bring over who are better players and who you would trust in a rotation more, I think at least than a Bull, than a Marcus Howard. Maybe not more than a Vlatko. I trust Vlatko out there. No. Um. So yeah,
1: maybe if if injuries hit or whatnot, that that would happen. Yeah. No. Well that does it for me. That wraps up for today's show guys. Here in about 12 minutes we're going to be having the Faku Compaso, hey. the Tiny King. Uh, season it. preview for him it's a really good one we, we kind of got the end of bench players out of the way <laughs> those guys are out of there now now going we're forward, We're ramping up we're ramping up now going forward it's all guys that are going to be getting minutes uh, and they make for really good discussions I love these videos they're my favorite thing we really appreciate it if you guys just watch those comment along we'll be in the chat with you and of course hit that like button share them on social media whatever it is Um, because we put a lot of time into those and we're just we we think there's some really cool stuff really great content thanks everybody that joined us in the chat we're gonna be back again tomorrow another nuggets practice another dmba show we'll see you then if you're looking to go back to
0: school maybe finish up your undergrad degree or maybe you've already gotten your undergrad you're looking to go back to school get another degree msu denver online is really the best option that you could ask for, super affordable, and they give you a great education. A lot of the teachers at MSU Denver Online actually work in the field that they're teaching, so it's a great networking opportunity as well. And like I said, it's really affordable. MSU Denver Online is also offering free application fees, so you can use DNVR Sports to waive your application fee at MSU Denver Online if you're signing up for maybe classes in the upcoming fall semester. So no matter what type of student you are, no matter what type of schedule you're working, check out MSU Denver online today. You can view their entire course list at msudenver.edu backslash online.